Welcome to Campus Talk, a public affairs show at Utah Tech Radio, addressing public issues in Washington County and Utah Tech University. Today's program is about recreational cannabis use with our special guest, Braden Eddy. And now on Utah Tech Radio, here's Ethan Snow with Campus Talk. Yeah, I'm here with Braden. He works at Red Mesa Refining Science and Refining Laboratories. Yep. Yeah, Brayden, what is it you do there? Okay, so yeah, I'm a manufacturing shift lead at Red Mesa Science and Refining. Do a lot of different production technician type roles, including basically front to back end, all parts of the uh, production process, making CBD isolate primarily and then other uh, cannabinoid isolates from the mother liquor that we get off of the isolation process. Uh, but yeah, we basically process uh, crude oil into CBD, bio, uh, CBD isolate powder through distillation and then crystallization. And so you were telling me about this crude oil. This isn't, this isn't standard. This is because of some norms and regulations with the federal legalization that you guys have to add this crude oil tell us about that so usually whenever you do extraction on the plant you get crude oil out so most of the time you're going to do a solvent extraction so you're going to wash all the buds and everything in a solvent most of the time it's ethanol and then you're going to boil down all of that ethanol to get back the crude oil so what's happening right now is because thc is still federally banned you can't transfer anything between state lines that has more than 0.3% THC in it. So most of our crude oil comes out a little bit over 0.3%. So what they have to do is they boil off all of the ethanol, take their measurements to see where it's at, and then they have to add back all of the ethanol to ship it to us for us to process it and make isolate out of. So we have Okay, to then- so is, is ethanol not crude oil? The crude oil is the product. The crude is like the starting product for us, where we start with the crude oil, distill it, and then crystallize it and wash it to make it pure isolate. But right now, they're basically making us start another step earlier, where we're having to get the material, do solvent recovery, recover all of the ethanol, and then start with crude oil, which is really just an unnecessary step. Right. Like For shipping regulations. Right. Because, yeah, you're crossing those lines, and then... It's perfectly legal to cross those lines in that dilution, but anybody doing that is just automatically boiling it back down, so... Yeah, so it's a a big middleman step that's really just there because it's not fully legal yet. Right. And that's, that's a pain in the butt. So that... What else about modern times and our tough economic economic situation you know inflation has it's been touching everyone how has it touched your industry yeah i mean it cannabis industry is like a really up and coming business so a lot of businesses have been hurt by the bank failures and stuff that we've seen a lot of businesses had their money in those banks um as well as just inflation is hitting everybody uh all the cost of goods is getting higher so it's getting more expensive for operating costs and for employees, we agreed to do the work we're doing for a pay that a year later is not worth what it was worth a year ago. But the company's in a tougher situation too because they have to spend all the more money on 
all of the processes. So it's hard for people to get raises at the same time. So employee morale is down, product expenses are up. How are you guys going to turn the corner on these tough times? So right now we're trying to work with as many of the biggest companies that we can in the CBD industry to run as much product as we can and get as much output of the best material that we can get to try and get all of our money back from that. And I'm not a senior advisor in the company, but... Uh, so you can tell us that. I couldn't say exactly what our plans are to get out, but we have pretty good systems throughout the process that can do a pretty large quantity of material at a time. So we have the ability to produce a lot of output uh, and hopefully cover all the extra expenses that we're facing. Well, awesome. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully you guys do good. It's It's been tough on everyone I know in my line of work. But anyways, back to the main topic. Um, kind of more of a fun question for you. Um, I know today is 420, and to all my funny friends out there who understand the date pun, it does have a little bit to do with Braden and his career and his career choices. So, Braden, happy 420. Thank you. Happy holidays. Um, what do you think about recreational legalization of cannabis? I know that's not exactly your lane, but I'm sure you have some good info on that. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, recreational legalization of cannabis could be a really good thing uh, overall, just because it will loosen up all those regulations that even CBD companies are having to deal with. Like, we don't produce like mass amounts of THC for people but we're having to go through all these hoops. So it would reduce, reduce all of that. It would also reduce the incarceration rate, which is like largely... Well, that's a big deal. I yeah. Mean, that, it's a there are murderers towards, and yeah. there are people who sold pot. Yeah, exactly. And they're being put in the same place. Yeah. Living next to each other. <laughs> uh, and then also just the taxes that we can get back from it and the amount that, uh, like in Colorado and stuff, they've kind of had regulations that make the dispensaries have to pay extra taxes to take care of specific areas in the city. I mean, it's pretty interesting. If you look back a hundred years ago, yeah, just about a hundred years ago, we were in the same situation with a different substance. Yeah. And it was alcohol. Yeah, trying to ban alcohol. And as soon as we got over that, look how good the country did. Yeah. <laughs> just saying, history does repeat itself sometimes. Absolutely. Might be an interesting point. Yeah. Let's get more into the nitty gritty of what you do with the CBD and the processes, because I'm sure you touch some machines that look like complete spaceships to an everyday person like me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's hear about that. So when we get the material, it comes in these big 275-gallon totes uh, that we load into our decarb reactors. So those are big 1,200-liter stainless steel vessels that spin the hot ethanol and crude oil overnight usually a day or two and we load about four totes in and we get about a hundred gallons out 110 gallons out of each of those totes wow so yeah one one huge 275 gallon tote gets out a 55 gallon drum of crude oil that's how much the dilution has to be Jeez, that's Uh, all the ethanol you're removing that's all the ethanol we're removing yeah oh my god Um, (laughs) so it goes from that we do that we boil off all the ethanol recover it pump it back into those totes, send that back to the people who send it to us so they can reuse it again. 
try and spend as little waste in the uh, solvents as we can, try and be relatively green company if we can. Then it goes on to distillation. So once all the solvents are removed, you have like a black kind of tarry oil. You load that into distillation and distillation evaporates basically some of the stuff and it keeps some of it solid. And depending on which phase of distillation you're in, you'll either remove the light waste or remove the heavy waste in second pass. Okay, give us give us a little more visual on this. So you're taking this black goo. Yep. Uh, is it like scooping honey into a... No, so we have, uh, we have 180 liter tanks that we loaded the black tar, basically the crude oil into, and then that gets pulled by a vacuum through a gearbox into an evaporator column. The oil drips down the evaporator column that's heated and that boils off some of the uh, terpenes basically in first pass it'll boil off the light waste so the stuff that boils at a really low temperature will come off and the rest of it will drip down all the way to the bottom the stuff that evaporates will get pulled by a vacuum into another chamber where it condenses back into an oil and you can separate them so we separate first the light waste and then we go through a second pass where we evaporate the cbd and recollect that and then we what is left is the heavy waste or raffinate which is just like really really thick like really hard cannabinoids and terpenes and plant matter and whatever else is left after distillation and what do you do with that big clump of waste so that's waste that's garbage pretty much dang yeah and is there potential there or are you just throwing away unusable stuff yeah i mean we keep it stored in storage and we have um we have a company take care of the waste but there is potential for those oils some of them you can get certain cannabinoids out that you wouldn't find other places a lot of them aren't super desirable um but then we've also had people look at it for making dyes and stuff like a totally like um, oh interesting vegan plant-based dyes and things for clothes and stuff like that uh i don't know a whole lot about that we don't really so there's yeah, another company, but yeah, another use to the miracle plant yeah. <laughs> dyes. Yeah, there's so many uses, especially just to the fibers and stuff. For people who are running extraction, they get all the plant fiber back out, and there's so many things that you can make with that. You can make hempcrete, you can make clothing, you can make all sorts of things. Wow, paper. Yeah, and so with. With federal legalization, could you see your company growing into like also kind of a dispensary or any other type of products, or are you just gonna stay in your stay in your designated area? Uh, I don't think it's necessarily our goal to be the dispensary or like direct to consumer sales type of uh, business. I think we're trying to go more wholesale, worldwide suppliers kind of trying to be like the biggest fish who control the most quantity of the isolate right. and uh, are able to sell to like the highest bidding clients. Okay. But with, with the uh, advent of, you know, federally legal weed and basically it's legal in every way. It's not just if you have cancer, you can get it, you know, it's fully legal. Um, would you guys, you guys would start to would, sell that it would, stuff? It would definitely benefit bulk. us in several different ways. We would have, yeah, the THC that we do get out would be available to be sold, which would be a huge benefit as well as the lack of reg- regulation on the CBD that we're selling coming in and going out of 
the state in the building. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So in distillation, you're basically evaporating to separate the two components. And then crystallization is a completely different process, and it's a lot more like chemistry-based, uh, I would say. So you're adding, what you do is you take the distillate that's usually 70 to 80% pure, ideally, and uh, you take that, you put it in a big vessel that's going to heat it up. It's called the crystallizer. It's going to heat it up and mix it with pentane, which is another uh, hydrocarbon solvent. So there are certain cannabinoids that like certain hydrocarbon solvents. Um, CBD likes pentane, basically. So it allows, when it's in pentane and it gets cooled down rapidly, it's able to swell crystals. So that becomes an isolate powder. Uh, so there's isolate powder and mother liquor. So that looks like a big like applesauce, basically. A little bit more of like a chunky applesauce when it's mixed up. Okay. We pump that into another tank and we wash it with more cold pentane. So this pentane's super cold, so all of those crystals won't melt. They'll all stay nice and fluffy and cold and frozen, kind of like snowflakes. But we're washing out all of the impurities, uh, which are all your other cannabinoids, your CBT, CBN, extra CBD that's not going to crystallize. And you just wash that out in pentane, recover the or recover the pentane on that, and then you have your final products. Uh, you have the CBD isolate that's been washed. You just have to dry it and then eva- and then evacuate it. Uh, and then after you've boiled down the pentane off the mother liquor, you have mother liquor. And those are that's the separated applesauce. You've got your fine white powder, and you've got yeah your black goo. The mother liquor is actually more of like a amber to yellow tint. Um, so when you have like your applesauce mixture, really that's two separate things. That's one isolate powder that's pure white, and then that's one like mother liquor. Yeah, mother liquor. It's kind of like sauce, like on it's like gravy on mashed potatoes, and then filtering out the gravy. Okay. Yeah. And and the potatoes. If you could separate the mashed potatoes from the gravy. Yeah, exactly. It's like separating mashed potatoes from gravy with another solvent. So could you call distillation the mashing of the potatoes? Uh, or is that not no. too good of a parallel? <laughs> not, not so much the reference. It, uh, distillation's like, okay, you know how if you get salt water and you boil it, you can get good water and then you get salt? Yeah. It's like the same thing, basically. You have the good stuff you want, the bad stuff you don't. You evaporate the good stuff you want, condense it. Okay, so the, your CBD is the salt, your ethanol is the water. Your CBD, well, okay, in the original, yeah, the ethanol is the water, your CBD is the salt, and you want the salt in that situation. Okay. And then in the next scenario, <laughs> the CBD is the water, and... <laughs> <laughs> this is a great metaphor. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> So, okay, let's get a little more, for people who couldn't really follow the science of it, you, at the start of distillation, you've got this ethanol, like 90% ethanol. So, before you get to distillation, we get the totes, and that goes through solvent recovery. That's a separate process. Big boxes of plants or big boxes? Of ethanol. Of ethanol with a little bit of the good stuff mixed in because of that stupid law it's not even a law saying that you can't do it it's just that there's not laws saying that you can do it and if we get caught doing it and you're not supposed to and somebody decides that you're technically muling kind of 
Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we're taking this ethanol from the start. Distillation removes the ethanol. No. <laughs> Solvent recovery removes the ethanol. Okay. Distillation removes first the terpenes, second the raffinate, and leaves the CBD. Crystallization relieves all the impurities other than the CBD and leaves you with powder. And that's your product. That's the final product, CBD isolate, yeah. And from that, you can make all your creams. Yeah, you can make all your cream. You can add it straight to food. You can press it into pills. You can do a lot of things with it. Oh, nice. Well, tell us some of the... We haven't even talked about CBD, and that's your that's your thing. So what, what do we get from this stuff? What benefits do you get from CBD? So CBD can uh, result in a lot of good benefits for different reasons. Uh, it is an anti-inflammatory. It's also antimicrobial, antibacterial. So... Um, All the antis. Yeah, it's good in those ways. Uh, and the only thing that's medically, like researched and proven and FDA backed on is that it's a good seizure medication. It will, it is really effective at stopping seizures, uh, and preventing them in the future. So that's like the only reason that a doctor would directly prescribe you with CBD necessarily. Um, as of today, as of right now. Yeah. There's obviously, there's a lot of other benefits. It's an anti-inflammatory, which is like one of the main other benefits is that it can help with pain. Um, and it can kind of be like calming, relaxing. Um, this helps with sleep too. I've heard. Yeah, there's mo- other cannabinoids that do a little bit better of a job with sleep. Like okay. CBN in particular is really good with knocking you out, helping you sleep. And you guys are um, making that too, right? We do make CBN. Uh, I don't know if we make CBN isolate or if we just ma- make CBN high potency. No, I think we make a CBN isolate. Okay, so yeah. that's also a powder. We're working on that in our lab, actually. So the lab staff, the chemists up there are. Uh, oh, so that's some of the that's some of the ground floor stuff. Yeah, so. we we have that really for us is not a product that is like. Out it's not the all main the time. goal. It's not. It's not well. It's like a side effect. I think we want it to be one of our main products because it's a little bit more expensive. And it's a little bit more effective, I think. Um, yeah, but. It's not as easy to do. It's not been done a lot of times. It's not super researched on how to handle how to make the process happen. Okay, so this is some of the cutting edge research that yeah. you get to be a part of, which is yep. pretty cool. Yeah. CBN, you think that could replace um, melatonin? Uh, you know, I think that people, especially here in America, have a lot of vitamin and mineral deficiencies melatonin might be one of those which is why we have such a problem with sleep so i think melatonin supplements will probably not go away but when people get to the right level of melatonin in their bodies and they're like oh i'm still not getting to sleep super well something else might be the problem that's the place for cbn to like step in or like i think we've all been there i mean especially if you've bought a bottle of that Melatonin, I can't seem to remember the word right now, but if you bought a bottle of melatonin and you took that every day to fall asleep, as soon as you ran out of those pills, you pulled an all-nighter. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe CBN gets rid of that problem. Uh, I think we've done a good job here today. Uh, Thanks for coming in. Thank you. It's really interesting talking to you. Obviously, you know a lot more about hemp, marijuana, CBD, all those good weed goodies. 
than most people so that's why we brought you on and happy 420 dude thank you happy holidays <laughs> all righty You've been listening to Campus Talk, a public affairs show on Utah Tech Radio, addressing recreational cannabis use with our special guest, Braden Eddy. You can listen to a podcast of this and other shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, and utahtechradio.com.